Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. They talk about the Cowboys every day. You understand there's 31 other NFL teams. How many Major League Baseball teams are there? 30? 32 NHL teams. They only talk about the Cowboys. How about that? They're America's team. And by the way, it's all just marketing. Have you watched the documentary on America's team or the football life? It was just marketing. It was the late 70s. But the football guys didn't like it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is, and welcome uh, to Hour 2, everybody. It's the second half kickoff. No real reason for me ringing the bell other than it's just been a great day. i got my good buddy John Frenzy with me here, and a lot of things to talk about on this Football Friday. NFL, CFL, Spring League, indoor. Um, don't mind me, John, as, as we you heard near the end of Hour 1, we had some significant Facebook issues, so I'm just sharing it again to our viewers, and I hope we, ah, whatever, I'm done with that. These guys will figure it out. Facebook's being jerks today, but we're still live on Game Plus Television and uh, YouTube and listen live. Uh, William May writes in, he says, does the CFL think they can keep everyone in the dark? This isn't the 60s anymore. We live in an information world and they need to change or they will be pounding sand. My dude, we're 15 months into this thing and the CFL hasn't changed much. And um, I'm not really interested in going much further, more down that road other than to say where there's a will, there's a way. And what's being proven is there just isn't a will. Enough said. So, Frenzy, he's my special guest here. He is, in fact, the Don Cherry of football. So let's talk about this for a minute. With regard, and I said we were going to, being a football snob, right? I was talking to Lynch about, what league was I talking? The Spring League? Yeah. Remember? And you're like, what's that? <laughs> it right. must be inferior football. And I well, said, Lynch, I'm going to come over to your house, and we're going to watch it together, and then we're going to watch the Maritime Football League last Saturday live with Darren Burns playing, right? That 57-year-old making history. Lynch, would you take it away with the afternoon that you and I had in your South Palatial South Regina State last week. We had a great time, and with a, beside the, the kitty jumping all over us, but uh, <laughs> it was a great game. We thought it was a real good game down there, a, a classic uh, grinded out game, an offensive line, defensive line going against each other. They played very well, really. Better the passing was pretty good for the most part on one side. Uh, it was exciting. It was good to watch. Fans were there cheering. I didn't realize that league existed. I don't know if anybody <laughs> in Canada did. And we gave it a, a real good shot, I thought, and... Uh, they're good football players, and our guest was a star on the defensive line, big guy. He's 57 years old, playing right defensive tackle. So whether you should do it or not, he's out there doing it, but why can't you do it? Okay? I know. Well, you can, and you can watch football that's not necessarily what uh, maybe you don't know who the guys are. That's why I don't really have an opinion here, because I'll watch cartoon football. I'll watch any level of hockey. I learned that, by the way, from my dad, who – Graduated same year as you, Lynch. What year was that? 1955? 56. 1956? Yeah. Luther College. And my dad, who worked in the NHL for 26 years, had just as much love to go watch the local peewee team in our little town, he would, yeah. than to fly to Dallas to watch the Stars for whom he worked. Yeah. He didn't care. It's, it's about the game. But that's rare. That's very rare, and I learned that from him. And my point is, I'll send a, spend a Saturday afternoon watching six hours of Spring League football on Fox, 
and thoroughly enjoy it. Those we, guys were in shape. We I'm watched – well, they were, but hang on. With the spring league? Those no, guys are our, pros. Our, our guys right there. But the guys we watched last Sunday the, were, were in shape. There was no big fatties. That was the senior league, the senior, but and no, they were in shape too. Yeah, but there was no big fatties or anything like that. No. So, but the thing is, here's the thing. We're watching the Moncton Mustangs play the Fredericton Fleet, and it was pretty good. It was week one. It was pouring rain, and it was cold in Moncton for the game. And the timing was good. The quality of play was – there was a lot of turnovers, but whatever. That's The NFL does that in the bad conditions. But then I said, John, now we're watching on my iPad. And I said, let's put it up on the big screen. Let's watch the Spring League. Remember what you said about that? No. <laughs> you were like, these guys are ballers. It was very quick and slick play. Oh, yeah, that game, yeah. was really good. Yeah. But if we didn't know who that Moncton game was, if we were just dropped somewhere – Watch that game, and somebody said, "This is the Green Bay Packers working out." You would have believed it, because For, there was no fatty guys. Those guys were all in shape. They knew what they were doing. No Rudy Poos, and there wasn't a lot of offsides or anything. Not a lot of penalties. <laughs> uh, uh, they played real well. They didn't throw the ball around that much, but that's out of necessity, really, because it was raining, and they all didn't. They hadn't uh, been that familiar with their receivers, both teams. So, I was impressed with it, and I was prepared to be. Uh, not impressed. Not impressed. Or critical and snotty. But that's my point. Why do you, not you, but why do people feel they have to watch the CFL or they have to watch the NFL because the CFL is inferior to the NFL? It's football. Just watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. I know Come I did. Day. But from the viewers, because this is the second half kickoff, and we'd like to involve our viewers here. And by the way, coming up this hour, Jarrett Bush, former Calgary Stampeder, but also a Super Bowl champion, with the Green Bay Packers. That's coming up next segment. But Armando Moreno, our Mexican reporter watching right now in Mexico City, says the Spring League is pretty good football. It is. Why don't you just try it out? It reminds me of the Saskatchewan Rush or the Saskatchewan Rattlers pro teams who said, Rod, just come on up. Come on up. Give us a watch. You know, we'll put you on the sidelines. That didn't hurt. But it was, I got hooked immediately. Just try it. From our viewers, <laughs> from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Red Deer, says, quote, no big fatties. Oh, man, frenzy. <laughs> well, what do you want to call them? What do you want to? Come on. Truth hurts. <laughs> what do you want to call them? Buddy? From the CFL Sim 2020, the difference between the CFL and the NFL and keeping people in the dark is the media takes speculation and runs with it for three hours on get up every day. The NFL doesn't have to say a word. That's a topic for another day. It just infuriated me. It, it flat out infuriated me that because I spent so much time in America pre-pandemic that it was all it was NFL 24-7. I said to Lynch in the car on the way up. And now I had to get ESPN put into my house because that's how much I want it here in Canada. And it's all NFL. I don't even watch the NFL network anymore. I don't have to. ESPN's got it. And the CFL didn't want to be talked about. No. I'm not joking. I'll say it again. The CFL did not want to be talked about in the offseason. It wasn't a rumor. It was pounded into my head by the CFL. Well, they were in meetings for, we thought, the whole month of November. And we thought that something big would come out of that meeting. And it didn't. <laughs> Listen, I said I don't want to do this. And that's talk about the CFL because I can't say anything nice. Yeah. So that's why I've been trying to move over to the NFL. For years, 
as the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I was trying to cover these winter meetings, league meetings, governor's meetings, this and that. And it was, would you, they said, would you leave us alone? You're annoying us. Quit trying to cover these meetings. Well, they're not. I'm like, um, you know, a media-oriented network. Our understanding of the media. Don't have an understanding. They don't even, even have an understanding. And it's not just the CFL. What did I say last hour? Somebody said that John, we talked about John Tortorella. And I said, John Tortorella just doesn't have an appreciation or respect of the job that the media has to do. No. It's a two-way street. The media doesn't have much respect for what the coach has to do. No. I get that. But I get the jobs of the people in sports and the media. But I'm rare. Um, from Tank Abbott, watching in the energy capital. He says the NFL is a finely tuned marketing machine. The CFL wants to be, but hasn't put in the work and expects it to just happen. Yeah. We have a winner. That's pretty good Tell statement. him what he's won, Bob. Pretty good statement, Bob. Tom. Tank. From uh, Kevin Olenek, watching in Vancouver, British Columbia. Ontario has announced all outdoor events canceled until Labor Day. What? I'll say it again. Ontario has announced all outdoor events canceled until Labor Day. That just now? Apparently. <laughs> well, folks, what can I say? That's it. Time to talk hockey. <laughs> How about that? I don't know. About, when he's saying it, we got a problem. Man, that's If you're funny. the CFL. Oh. Write that down. For the clip of the day. Uh, all outdoor events canceled to what? Labor Day. Yeah. Well, I was reading. Actually, I could, I could call it up here right now. I was reading a news uh, story this morning. It's a long story of why I got it, but I'm paying a healthy fee for a Canadian press subscription because I told them it's the only news that I trust, John. I know. And here it is. Guy, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this is just the news. I don't want anybody's opinion. I don't want people calling Doug Ford a clown. That's what you think, but I want the news. I want what's actually going on, okay? And I'll make my own assumptions from there. From the Canadian press, the Ontario government wants to vaccinate all willing adults against COVID-19 by mid-September. But experts say that won't happen without increased clarity and collaboration. University of Toronto epidemiologist Ashley Toot says the government should clarify its plan for second doses given the confusing piecemeal vaccination campaign thus far. Boy, that's for sure. The president of the Ontario Medical Association says she is fully on board with the province's plan for a two-dose summer. But it's mid-September now they're talking about vaccinating Ontarians where three CFL teams currently reside. And so this is the actual news. It's not opinion, okay? That's why I'm saying. You want to talk about Lisa McLeod, the heritage minister. People are calling her a moron yesterday and a dummy. I'm like, who's the dummy? What she look like? Saying things like, why does it matter? <laughs> From CFL Sim 2020 on YouTube, ugh, you literally could see Frenzy's heart break in that moment for the CFL. Oh, man, that's just, that's just too much. Oh, man. I can't believe this. From I, I Wayne. Mean, they're too early. I mean, that, this is I'm, I'm, We can't stop. Wayne in Victoria. He's been chiming in with a lot of comments, and most of them I've let go by, but here's one. He says, the powers in B that be in government don't care about sports at all. 
This is just dawning on you people. This is just dawning on you. And nothing against you, Wayne. But I would hope that we turned the corner sometime months ago that, this, that the government cares about the health of the people. That is their job. And the sports is not necessarily a priority unless you can find a way to play safely. And let's see who did. The National Hockey League, Curling Canada, the Western Hockey League, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, the Canadian Premier League, the Canadian Elite Basketball League, all leagues that have played in Canada in the last year. If you find a way to play safely and you want to write the tab, go nuts. So, sorry, it just triggered me a little bit there. The powers that be in government don't care about sports at all. Even that's wrong because... Provincially here, the government's been writing checks to the sports organizations that haven't played to just cover, to cover it. So I can't even go along with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Backward step. That's a part of the bottom. So backward. Wow, it just, it just, I'm, I'm upset if you haven't, if people haven't learned something in the last 15 months. If you haven't learned something, what have you been doing for the last 15 months as a person? Either getting better or getting worse. Um, from uh, Live 2 Question, watching on YouTube, says the most I ever hear about the CFL is from the Rod Peterson Show. Honestly, they should be thanking you for marketing them. <laughs> that's really true, boy. That's a real good statement, strong. He says, that's the sad part. You say the CFL doesn't want to be talked about, yet you're probably the best marketing tool at the moment with 3downnation.com. Marketing for a big sports team can't be that hard. You wouldn't think. <laughs> you wouldn't. It, 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 it takes hard work, but it should be fun. But anyways, I said I don't want to talk about this. The poll question today is, will we ever see Aaron Rodgers again in a Green Bay Packers uniform? And it's for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. 65% of respondents saying, no, we won't. We will never see Aaron Rodgers play again. And you're wondering, why are we talking about that? Because this morning on ESPN, where they cover the leagues that are playing, they're saying Aaron Rodgers may very well now sit out the 2021 season for the Green Bay Packers, which, John, is unthinkable. Unthinkable. A man of that As talent. As a Packers fan. A man of that talent. I mean, he's such a talented guy. Uh, it would be incredible if that happened. It would be unthinkable that the league would let that happen. But uh, I just, I don't know. I wonder about presidents of teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they think. They get personal about it. And you can't do that. You can't get personal. You got to look at what's on the field, what the fans are. You got to look at those fans. The stands are filled. People love the game. You can't hurt it for them. You can't take it away from them. Well, I'll tell you what's happened uh, in sports over, and we, we've seen it over the last several decades is the money has in fact ruined it money brings out the worst in people it's the root of all evil and it's made everybody be in it for themselves i didn't want to be but i am now because everybody else is in sports aaron Rodgers is doing what's best for aaron Rodgers, and the green bay packers are doing what's best for the green bay packers and it's and it's an insolvable impasse But That's where they're at. There should you be can't blame either side. What is done for the fans. Six, you know 80,000 fans in Green Bay. 60,000 season ticket holders. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. You can't do this. 
I'm telling you, Mark Murphy, you're going to find yourself in a very unpopular situation walking down the street. Uh, here's one. Before we break and we bring in Jared Bush, I'm excited for that. He says, the Canadian Football League seems to market like the Alliance of the American Football League. We had a team in Salt Lake City, and most of the 1.5 million in the greater Salt Lake area had no idea they existed. But the Alliance of American Football lasted one season. The Canadian Football League's been around for 100 years. 108? This would have been the 108th Grey Cup last year? Yeah. I can't even remember anymore. So the Alliance had its problems, but it was a fledgling league. And they probably didn't have the money to market. You know, so anyways, do we have Jarrett? Okay, we're going to take a break. This has been a very spicy second half kickoff. Thank you, Frenzy, for that. It's going by today fast, eh? Sure is. Great show always is. Oh, yeah. I got to say, from Corey DeTavio watching in Manitoba, he says, looking svelte, Roddy. Down 21 pounds on the pink drink. You didn't even notice, John. Oh, I did so. You didn't say anything. I said it last one last you were at our house last week. <laughs> I, maybe you did. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show Football Friday on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey everybody, Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what? A couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld. It's sleek. There are no cords. It's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh, Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You get... want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps, Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is a football Friday here on Game Plus Television. 
RP Show. John Frenzy's with me, the Hall of Fame Saskatchewan Rough Riders broadcaster. And what an absolute treat we have for you today. And just before we bring him on the screen, guys, Jared Bush played nine seasons with the Green Bay Packers, but two with the Calgary Stampeders 2016-2017. So everybody in Calgary, get up, stand up. Let's get some questions for Jarrett Bush today, who joins us from Wisconsin on this Football Friday. There he is, Jarrett. How you doing, my man? Whoa. Doing somebody, well. Glad to be here. Somebody's not well. doing well. <laughs> no, we're good. I just got, I got my kids here. But, uh, we should be good to go. How you guys hey, doing? Hey, we're are you kidding me? We're talking football and getting paid to do it. What, what's better? You know how that is. <laughs> Nothing better. Oh, yeah, hey. definitely, definitely. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Listen, we got a lot of questions for you, and, and some include the Canadian Football League, Jared. But listen, can you please, let's talk about the elephant in the room that is Aaron Rodgers. What's the town going through mm. right now? The state. What, <laughs> latest I heard today is that he might not play this year. He might hold out. What are you thinking? No, I think he's going to play. I think he, you know, playing uh, football of a Green Bay legendary team, I think it's something to be said and to understand that his legacy is definitely riding on a lot right now. I think, and I think there's definitely a lot of components and variables that may hinder having, him having a good, a great season. Uh, I, th- I definitely feel this having a conversation with some of the front, front office people and understanding and building off some of the commonalities and similarities. Hey, hey, you know, we all want to win a championship at the end of the day. How can we build off that conversation and kind of get to our differences? And how can we how can we come come together and still have a collective effort of winning Super Bowl? I think that's how you start that conversation. I understand there's some uh, some other you know aspects of maybe like egos, personalities clashing. But at the end of the day, everybody wants to play football. He's one of the best NFL quarterbacks. You know, they ever step on the on the gridiron. Uh, a good friend of mine. Um, knowing his true character and who he is and a true competitor, I definitely feel that he, he, has a, he has a tremendous upside and he definitely wants to cap and solidify his legacy with a great legendary uh, football team in the Green Bay Packers. And I think that's, at the end of the day, he wants to uh, maintain and continue just to uh, have a great relationship with, with the Packers, with not only the community of Green Bay, but as well as the, the, the administration organization. Well, I'll tell you what, you mentioned egos. And if we're sitting here waiting for one side to blink and swallow their pride, we're going to be waiting a long time. But, you know, I assume you're on the player's side, Jared. Let's just think about the Packers' side for a second. And that is, yeah. we were in the conference championship game last year. We've given you talent, Aaron. Like, what am I missing on that side? Like, I don't think the team's going to say that they've done anything wrong in their mind. Right, I agree. I definitely feel A-Rod needs to play football. He needs to concentrate on being the best quarterback he can be and be- being the best teammate that he can be possible. And I think that's his going, that's going to be his commitment, his sole commitment. I, I, I feel that he will do that. I think he just needs to know that in the front office that they're doing everything they can in the front office to make sure that he has the tools and the things that he needs to do to to uh, or just the pieces around him to make sure that he has everything and all the weapons on the football field. I think that's where they're miscommunicating and there's some lack of understanding there uh, because at the end of the day, A-Rod's on that football field. You know, the front office, they're not standing on the, on the gridiron. They're sitting on the sidelines. And I think there's different opinions, different personalities, and, uh, again, just different, uh, different opinions and values and positions. Obviously, it seems like um, I think A-Rod's pushing for receivers. I would imagine just being as a, a pass-heavy pass quarterback and um, just wanting more weapons out there. I remember when I was in 2000, 2009, 2010, we definitely had, from from top to bottom, we had Greg, Jordy, Don Driver, James Jones, 
Jeremiah Finley. And I think we're missing one other. Randall Cobb at one point, right? Randall Cobb. So it was like pick your poison. Pick your huh. poison. We have weapons. You know? And so I think he's just trying to get back to that. And he remembers, he watches film, right, of those Super Bowl days. And he's like, man, like, why you know, why why can't we have that that arsenal again? And I think that's what his desire is. And that's why I think he sees Tom Brady. He sees Tom Brady how he goes to Tampa Bay. He, he brings in his pieces, and he wins the Super Bowl his first year. And that's tough. That's tough to watch. You know, A-Rod wants to win, and he just he just sees the blueprint. He's like, man, if he can do it, why can't I? That so. seemed to be the tipping point as to when Aaron got upset. By the way, your daughter, you don't, you, you don't see it. She's walking behind you and just giving a little like the. I don't know. Did you tell her that you're on national television today? She wants to be a star. So before we say goodbye, you got to put her on camera here for us. John, come here. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Can she hear us? Probably Solana, not. Solana, come here. <laughs> oh, well, hello, TV. darling. How are you? <laughs> I smile. Good. Hi. Hey, who's your favorite football team? Uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Who's your Who's your favorite player? Uh, my dad. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Girl, oh, oh, you got another one there too. Oh yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah. Well, let's say hi. Who else we got? Mia. You want to say hi? What's your sister's no. name? Okay. No. Mia. No. Mia. And what's your name? Selena. How do you say that? Say it again. Say it. Delena. Delena? Selena. Oh, Selena. Okay, Daddy's got a deeper voice. I could, Selena, I got it, and Mia. Okay, girls. Well, thanks for for coming on TV uh, with us, and thanks for sharing your dad with us for a few minutes. All right. Can I get some more time with with Clark. <laughs> she, she doesn't want to leave. She likes it. <laughs> he didn't want to leave. Jared, Thank you. <laughs> Jared, John Lynch over here. Uh, I got to look at this thing. It's a very sad situation with the Packers. But the guy at the top is Mark Murphy. He's the president of the stamp of the uh, Packers. He shouldn't have allowed this mm-hmm. to happen. They should have included, don't you think they should have included, uh, or at an earlier stage in this, uh, uh, Aaron and all the big decisions were made players-wise and discuss with, him, discuss with him what he thought. Do they need another wide receiver? Do they need another running back? Do they need another defensive end? He didn't get involved like other people in big sports have. And I think... Uh, Brady gets involved definitely with the Buccaneers. He said that. So you're not, asking how this could have been avoided. How basically. could it, how could it have been <laughs> yeah. avoided? How yeah. could it have been avoided? Is, is is Mark Thompson to blame, or Mark Murphy? Mike Murphy to blame to some Mark degree. Murphy. I honestly feel that Gutekunds he pulls he pulls the trigger on the players and who who the players what players come into the. To, to the organization. I think Mark Murphy handles more of the business and administration aspects of it. Um, like players, um, like the Green Bay community, like stock sales, you know, um, commissions, tickets, things like that. I'm not sure if he has too much of a say so on what players are being brought in. I definitely feel like he could have mediated the conversation and understanding like, hey, okay, these, these two of my very highly highly valued employees. We need to come in and sit down and have a cup, cup of coffee, have, you know, have a drink and come and find some commonality and find, and find some similarities again and just have a conversation. How can we work out our differences? Where do we see eye to eye? Where do we see our differences? And kind of go from there. I, I think really, yes, I, I think there's other people besides Mark Murphy that could help mediate it, that situation. So I don't, I would never, I wouldn't, 
nevertheless uh, point the finger at Mark Murphy. I think it's really on Aaron and Gudukuns. I feel like you're, you're if you got two personalities clashing, you guys got to talk it out. Talk it out like real men. Hash it out. You know, if if it's not going, it may not be one conversation. It might be multiple conversations that you might may need to have with them. And so I think just building that that relationship is, is definitely going to be huge. And at the end of the day, they both want to win. They have to be able to sit down and say, hey, we want to win. So how can we find that, those little details and find, find those little small intricacies to make our team, the franchise, a winning franchise, just like it, just like we did in 2010. You guys, we were right there in this championship. We're top four. All we got to do is get, get over the hump. Yeah, no kidding. Again, I can't, I can't just pick point the finger at one person. I think it, it comes down to, again, the two clashers, right? The, the two personalities are clashing. Like, you really got to have a conversation. And, and also, um, and Matt LaFleur. Kind of Matt LaFleur, with, I believe, electing to kick a field goal late, right, and taking the offense off the field in that championship game. He let them go for a touchdown. We might even not even be having this conversation. But from our viewers, Chris Bird in Toronto says, Family show is awesome. Jennifer says, That child raised right. Go Packers. Uh, so they, everybody loves seeing your kids there, Jared. I want to just switch this. One more. Troy in Toronto says, Rod, please stop with the Rogers coverage. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I am going to stop. He's obviously a big Packers fan. But to the CFL time, Jarrett, a couple of years with the Calgary Stampeders, and I was looking this up, hoping that I might have called your games because I was with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for 20 seasons calling their games. But you played against Ottawa in your appearances, so I didn't, I didn't call your games. But I did. What, yeah, what do you recall about the, your experience with the Calgary Stampeders? I thought it was a great experience. I mean, just traveling to the city of Ottawa and um, understanding like the different cultures and the French aspects, um, just outside of football. But inside of football, it was very much the same. Uh, but it, as well as like just seeing the different um, ways that the CFL does things, from the procedures from the up to start a game up to the kickoff. Again, the national anthem was de- definitely to experience. Right in the NFL, you definitely hear the American national anthem, and then hearing the Canadian national anthem over numerous years of growing up in your childhood and um, just recognizing that you're in a different country and you're playing football for a different country. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and no. uh, just, under, again, the, the different intricacies of uh, the movements and the motions and everything else. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, black, it's blocking, tackling, catching, <laughs> you know, and throwing the football at the end of the day. So I had a great experience, and uh, I wouldn't take it, back, take it back for the world. And, uh, you know, met a lot of great people on both sides of the ball at Ottawa and in Calgary, so... Um, I definitely recommend to anybody who's uh, seeking to play football for either, either, either team. It's unbelievably special, but I can just imagine this, that you're like most Americans in that Ottawa stadium looking down the same sideline going, they're on the same side as us. Had you ever seen that before? Both teams on the same sideline? That is, seems like a yeah, Canadian thing was, to me. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little different. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it seemed like it was like almost like a scrimmage, but still in the game day atmosphere. Uh, but I don't think that that threw me off any bit. It was just hard because you couldn't you couldn't read any some of the signals or the personnel's going in things like that. I think that's a little different. But other than that, you know, it, it didn't really change too many dynamics in the in the football aspects of uh, just trying to win the football game. Yeah, and here's one: you would have taken a lot of awesome. you would have did it go off? He gone. It's a sign from God. I was just 
I was just about to ask him about Bo Levi. While he's logging, and that's why I think it's a sign from God. Don't ask him about Bo Levi. <laughs> but Jeff the Stamps fan says, I, I, I hate to say this and mean no disrespect, but I have no recollection of Jared Bush. Jeff, I think that says more about you than it does about Jared. Yeah. You might want to check your fandom, your fan card. I, I really think you should. I, th- I thought you were Mr. Everything Stampeders. And you're admitting you don't remember Jared Bush. And here's the question. I don't know if we're going to get him back or not. And I assume, uh, Jared, and I'm not, I'm assuming, Lynch, you got to leave here right away. Yep. So somebody said to me the other day, if the CFL folds, Bo Levi will just sign a contract as a backup in the NFL and he'll be fine. And that's very possible. Do yeah, you think that is. could happen? Yeah. Sure. And what, do you get 500000 No. Yeah, at least. At least. Basic 500000 to go to the NFL. Yeah, yep. The quarterbacks we have here are good guys, like our guy here, Cody, and uh, and Calgary. Riley won't go, I think, and try to get another job in BC because he's 38 years old, so that'll be it for him. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Three or four of the quarterbacks will try to make it in the NFL, and I think they could. Minimum salary in 2021 in the National Football League, which is what Bo Levi would be looking at. Do you want to take a guess? Wow. U.S. money. Wow. I want to hear some great news coming out of the CFL. That's what I want. The thing that's going to turn (laughs) me on, make me really happy, is some real good news from the CFL. Can we have that, please, Mr. Uh, Ambrosi? One before we let you go. From Jeff, the Stamps fan, I'm sure you can remember every rider that came through Regina, Rod. Yes, that was my job. I can. We have 90 seconds, Jared. Here's my question. Bo Levi Mitchell, you took a lot of reps against him in practice. People are saying if the CFL folds, Bo, Bo Levi will just sign in the NFL as a backup. Could it happen, do you think? Could he fit? Could he even start in the National Football League? You know the guy. You played against him in practice. That's a really good question. I think anybody given the opportunity can start in the NFL. And I, I feel like Bo Levi just giving a shot and an opportunity to to play at that level and to kind of just digest that that offensive scheme can play. I definitely feel like he was a clutch player when I played with him. I definitely feel that maybe his his height might play a little bit of a role. I'm not sure. It's like some of the offensive linemen might be a little taller. I think he's in the in the realm of like Drew Brees of a uh, Russell Wilson um, type stature. But I definitely feel like like skills wise. Just make, knowing, understand his uh, his stature in the pocket, knowing that he's, he'll have to like move around a little bit more and be be mobile with his legs and still be able to throw the ball, stay in the pocket and throw the ball. I, I, I honestly believe that he he can be an NFL starting quarterback. Um, I think there's always room for growth as well when you do hit that hit hit the ground in the NFL, as well as just knowing that you're going to have competition. You're going to have competition. And I feel like iron always going to sharpen iron. And, uh, you know, every, any, anything's possible at that point. You know, as, again, I was so blessed just to have an opportunity. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to the NFL myself. But when I did get my shot, I had to make sure that I was going to capitalize on every opportunity I could, especially being undrafted. So I wasn't as blessed to, to get drafted. So I definitely had to take my, my opportunities and, and milk them for what it is and, and don't take it for granted. Yeah, well, hey, listen, speaking of undrafted, so was Tory Gurley, very close friend of ours. He was on last hour. Tell me about you guys' relationship in Green Bay. You play together. 
Yeah, we have we have a great relationship. Uh, I definitely uh, bonded with him in our, at our in our time uh, at Green Bay, and uh, it's still a good friend. I still check in with him on on Instagram and uh, and Facebook as well. It's good to see him doing well in the sports commentary world, and uh, I, I definitely wish him well. I know I think he has a little baby boy on the way with his, him him and his beautiful wife. And, yes, uh, sir. You know he he was a tough player. He was a tough player when. When he was with Green Bay, long, he was strong. He was willing to play special teams. He was humble enough and hungry. Uh, I definitely feel like we had a lot of depth in the receiver in the receivers room. So I'm not sure if there was any room for him. But I know he made a name for himself in, in the CFL as well. I want to say if he played for Ottawa or Toronto, I believe. And played for least, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was good to see that. It was good to see him, and you still keep tabs. Like no matter where your your good friend goes, you still keep tabs on him and see how he's doing. And it was good. It was good to see him see watching film that he was still catching deep passes and and long balls and scoring touchdowns. Even though you know Green Bay wasn't uh, a solid home for him, but he found he found a solid home elsewhere. And um, that's really what you you really want. You want to see him succeed no matter what. Jarrett, it's been our pleasure. Thanks for the time. Hopefully we can do it again and uh, enjoy the rest of the, the day and the weekend. Thanks again, Clark. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Go Pack. Packers alum. There you go. Jarrett Bush joining us uh, from Green Bay here today. We'll take a time out. Friends, are you gone? Yeah, I'm gone. Great you have day. a great enjoy weekend. It. Enjoy it. Good day. We'll be right back with a sports update. Moose DuPont will make a return to the program. We got uh, a whole lot going on today on a football Friday on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service. Car wash at rodpeterson.com. How about Head that? to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back. What a day. You wanna go for the full studio shot? Sitting here alone. And that's totally fine. <laughs> we don't know where Moose is. Lynch is gone. And we're rocking and rolling into the weekend. And uh, I can handle it. Trust me. For those watching, some of the people writing in that are watching on YouTube from Troy and Tirana. He says, come on through, Frenzy. He's priceless. He totally forgets you're on TV. I needed that belly laugh. Darren Workman on YouTube. I was going to try to comment, but Frenzy walking in front of the camera. I can't top that. How about that? How about that? Ryan in uh, Saratoga, New York. Football Friday with John Lynch. Never a dull moment. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, everybody's talking about the Canadian Premier League and what they said today. I have it in my sports update, so let's go with that. But first, starting with the Blue Jays, lefty Steven Matz is scheduled to start for the Blue Jays today against Philadelphia in their first game back in Dunedin, Florida, following an 11-day, 10-game road trip. Toronto swept the Braves in Atlanta last night to end its extended road swing at 6-4. and four. The Jays have played just 11 games this season at TD Ballpark compared to 26 on the road. They'll host the Phillies for three as part of their 10-game homestand. Now, you Pay attention to this, because I think I got a rant coming, guys. 
The Maple Leafs and Jets get one final tune-up game tonight in Winnipeg before both teams enter the playoffs. It's their final regular season game ahead of the playoffs. Toronto and Montreal will open their first playoff series in 42 years on May the 20th. Edmonton hosts Winnipeg for game one of their first round series Wednesday. Saw the comments from Paul Maurice this morning at his media availability in advance of this game tonight. Leafs and Jets, they're both going to the playoffs, and Paul Maurice says there will be a gentleman's agreement tonight. What did he say? There won't be any hitting? Probably resting guys that need it? And this isn't Bronco plumbing and heating worthy rant, but can you please tell me this? What if I wanted to bet on the game tonight? You going to sit Connor Hellebuck again? What are the Leafs going to do? Are they going to throw David Riddick in goal? Big save, Dave? What? I'm just saying, Clark just said that Jack Campbell's starting. So they're starting their best goalie. You get my point. My point, what if I wanted to bet on the game? You got the Tim Peel, the referee, caught on a hot mic admitting that he made a makeup call in a game, which we've known has been in the game for 100 years, and he gets fired because you're saying we can't affect the integrity of the game because people are betting, and we can't have them thinking that the power plays are even or uneven. I don't even know what they're trying to say because it's going to affect betting. Then you got Paul Maurice tonight saying, ah, it's just an exhibition game, really. We have a gentleman's agreement. We're not going to hit each other. What is the difference? What is the damn difference? How is this right? And I don't have a problem that Paul Maurice said it today. He's just being honest. But guess what? So was Tim Peel. Why are you firing that guy? Has anybody noticed that there's something wrong with this? And, and resting guys at the end of the season has been going on for 100 years too. But it doesn't actually happen. We have to protect the integrity of the game. This affects betting. This affects the line. That it's going to be a no-hitter tonight in Winnipeg. Can somebody please agree with me on this? Or not. I don't care. But I think I'm right. Breaking news today. The Canadian Premier League plans to kick off its third season mid-June to early July in one location without fans. Unlike last year, which turned into a shortened tournament based out of Charlottetown, the Canadian circuit plans a full schedule. Each of the eight clubs will play 28 regular season games with the hope that they will be able to return to home markets with fans in the stands at some point. I'll say it again for those that are slow. The Canadian Premier League, that's the Pro Soccer League of which Saskatchewan's getting a team next year, plans to kick off its third season mid-June to early July in one location without fans. Can we call it a hub center? Because the WHL was so hypersensitive on us calling what they were doing here a bubble because it wasn't a bubble. So that's what they're doing there. Uh, Jordan Spieth, J.J. Spawn, and plenty of others had little trouble with TBC Craig Ranch north of Dallas yesterday with Spieth and Spawn sharing the lead heading into the second round today following nine under 63s. It's the Byron Nelson Classic. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit dubnetwork.ca. And for G2G Protein Bars, that's Ben Cahoon's company. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Overtime's up next. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, we'll probably do a little viewer takeover here, but we got a lot of business to take care of first. Not the least with... Not the least of which is our business of the week for uh, MySask411 in Direct West, connecting Saskatchewan business here in the province. Our business of the week, as found by producer Clark, is the flower shop on Hill Avenue. Sounds to me like Clark's visited there. What a guy. A time or two, I'm sure. From fresh cut flowers to sweet treats, the flower shop on Hill Avenue is the perfect spot to find a gift for any occasion. Tropical plants, Maison Burger lamps. And home fragrances and grab-and-go bundles are just a few of the other great decor pieces you'll find when you stop in to check out the showroom, 3424 Hill Avenue in Regina. You can find them on the MySask411 app. It's on my main screen. I say it every week. Right on the bottom, it is a phone book in your hand, digital. Download it today, the MySask411 app, the flower shop on Hill Avenue. Now, to the face-off. And I see that I've got a few people worked up here. The Jets and the Leafs meeting tonight. Paul, Ma- uh, Paul Maurice saying that there is going to be a gentleman's agreement with how this game is going to be played. One of our viewers, James Zylstra, has wrote, written in and said that Austin Matthews will not play tonight. He says, by the way, love your show. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. And my, my point on this face-off, and I don't know where Darren is because he hasn't on it because he hadn't. Like, I literally didn't know where you were for a while. Um, I don't know where you stand on this. I'm saying, I don't have a problem. You want to rest players at the end of the year. You'd want to have a no-hitter. Most nights are that way anyways. But that, and by the way, you're not selling tickets tonight, so who really cares? But normally, that's attacking the integrity of the game, and it's been going on for decades. How is it any different than Tim Peel being caught saying they make makeup calls accidentally, and he loses his job? How's Paul Maurice not going to be in heat for this? Am I out to lunch? A little bit. Come on! No, a a little bit. You know, him coming out and saying, it's going to be a no-hitter tonight. You know, a gentleman's agreement, we're not going to hit, we're not going to do that. If he's coming out and saying that, I got a little bit of a problem with that. But, you know, we talked about it in the break. You instantly go, this affects betting. And this actually affects the game. That's my my integrity, betting, whatever. What's the difference? But, But I think you expect this. And as a better, you have to know this when you're making your bets. It happens in, in football all the time, in uh, fantasy football or in the NFL. You know, for the most part, when you get down to week 17, they're probably going to rest guys. Starting quarterbacks aren't going to play. That affects the betting lines. So the lines for this game should change, right? You know, the both playoff spots are locked up. So betters should know this going in. That's why your fantasy football championship always happens in week 16. Because week 17 is usually a throwaway. So these games at the end of the year... Should be kind of a throwaway. So you're saying as long as you let the betters know that you're not going to address your full lineup but there's going to be no hitting, then it's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm arguing with you. That's how you. That's, your that's how I look at it. Yeah. Eh, he might have explained it to me. Well, the face-off is brought to you by the Ultimate Fan Zone, offering officially licensed fan gear from the best lines in sports, Nike, New Era, Adidas, Fanatics. Game day ready, ship right to your door. Shop online today at ultimatefanzone.ca. And for the Mad Greek Restaurant in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan's destination for the most delicious Greek cuisine. It's amazing. 
ribs, pizza, and more. Visit themadgreekeatery.com today. What about moussaka? What about baklava? Have I had you for over there baklava. for that? What about souvlaki? Oh yeah, all of that stuff. They do it all, not just ribs and pizza. So we're covering a lot of ground here. What else do we have to do? Oh, come on betting for uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Come on Canada, our official betting partner. Let's get into that. What are they offering here for odds for the Habs and the Leafs? Okay, Darren, you take it away here. This is for how long the series will go? Yeah, it's one of those cool prop bets you can do at Come On. And and we had Craig Button on earlier this week, and he said that the Leafs will win in four. Maybe the Habs will win a game. Well, those are pretty good odds. If we've got that correctly, I mean, you're going to win some money if, if you get this right. So, um, I mean, I've got some skin in this game. I've got the Leafs in five. So here's a little change, probably going to win. They actually think that it's not going to go four, uh, that the Habs will find a way to win one. So um, I like it. I think there's uh, great returns there if you think that this one will be over pretty quickly. Go put your bets down on the Leafs and the Habs in round one. Come on. Dot com or the official app you can download right in the palm of your hand. There you go. Come on, Canada's our official betting partner. So some, by the way, today I'm out to lunch, clearly, because in Winnipeg, Tacona Pauly makes a really good point. And whereas is, come on, Rod, he doesn't really control the game other than the lineup like a ref possibly can. That's fair. And that might be the difference. Who was the NBA ref that got uh, smoked? Oh, man. Tim, so I guess if the officials yeah. are doing it, they're affecting the lineup. Troy in Toronto says if you adjust your bet accordingly, if you can't figure that out, you aren't real bright and likely lose money often. I'm just not a good better. I'm smart enough to, for the most part, stay away. Other than the Kentucky Derby and the damn horse took steroids. I know. <laughs> How about that? Tim Donahue, thank you, Ryan, in New York. That's right. See, Notice how everybody joins us for coffee every day here. Well, I love it. And I want, like, my mind was going to say Donnelly because I watch him coach basketball in this community. Are you calling so Neil Donnelly? No. And I, that's why I didn't say it because I'm like, <laughs> but it's not him and I can't say his name. So I knew it was really close. Uh, Jordan Ewart watching on YouTube says, we need sports back in Canada. Get vaccinated. Uh, what's the holdup, by the way? I know we're running out of time here, but it's, if, you, if it's like if we all get vaccinated... I saw the prime minister on television telling us all. Did you see it on SportsCenter last yeah. night or whatever it was on? And uh, But I'm seeing, even if everybody said, okay, I'm in, which is a tall order, but it just if everybody said, I'm in, we don't even have the vaccines here to do it. I know. Right? There's a shortage now. What an absolute dumpster fire this whole thing is. I go tomorrow so. to get mine. You know you do? Yeah. Good for you. Tomorrow afternoon. Buckle up. I'm booked. Hey, next week, we got 15 seconds. Tell people what's going on. I'm gone. Yeah, Rod's not here, so I'm hosting the show. We'll have some fun. (laughs) That's about it. Okay. And it's easy. Content's full. NHL playoffs all week. See Moose and the boys here Monday at noon Eastern on Game Plus. I never told you to shut up. Well, a couple times. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.